Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about whether or not a Jones fracture needs surgery when you're a runner. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. A few days ago, I got an email from a patient, and he wanted to know whether or not he should have surgery to fix his Jones fracture. Well, the first thing you have to know about this is that you should only have surgery if you believe that is the only way you're going to heal appropriately. I think that in medicine, we have this idea that we can fix anything, and that if you can do something that's painful or expensive, it'll probably make you heal faster. Some cases that's true, in some cases it's not true, but when you're a runner, you really have to think about it very carefully because... When you have surgery, your healing actually doesn't begin until after you're done with surgery. The healing process is always taking place, and you don't get any credit for anything that happens before the time you have surgery. What do I mean by that? Well, when you have um, an injury, and let's say you you know you're running, you hurt your foot, you get a stress fracture, and or you slip and fall or something, and you wind up with a crack in the fifth metatarsal bone that we call a Jones fracture. It becomes worrisome because we think it's not going to heal. The first thing you have to understand, though, is that, you know, if you have the injury and it takes you a couple of weeks to get to surgery, you know, you have to see the doctor, you have to plan the surgery, you have to get on the schedule for surgery, and this isn't really an emergency, so you're probably not going to get on the surgery schedule that day. It's probably going to be more like a couple of weeks. Well, if you can do some other stuff and get it to start healing quicker, then you could speed up the overall healing process. When we're trained surgically, you know, I did a a three-year surgical residency and we're taught about all these different parameters and rules we try to use to decide whether someone needs surgery or not. Well, with a Jones fracture, you know, I think most doctors would agree with is that you can... um, you can usually get a Jones fracture to heal, well, most of the time, at least half the time, if you use a cast and you don't walk on it. You use crutches. Now, if you do that, if you do a cast and you do crutches for eight weeks and it doesn't heal, then many doctors will then recommend that you have surgery to put in a screw, a plate, or something to stabilize the fracture, hold it still, compress it, and hopefully get it to heal faster. Obviously, if you try non-surgical treatment for a couple of months and that doesn't work, and then you have to have surgery and then you're back on crutches and in a cast for another few weeks, that would be a disaster because no runner can afford to take that amount of time off of work. You have to see why it is that if you talk to your doctor, why is it that you know not all runners heal during that first period of non-surgical treatment? Like, what are you doing wrong? And those studies that we refer to aren't about runners. They're about normal patients. They're about patients that may smoke. They may have unhealthy heating habits. They may not be as healthy as you, the runner. And so you're probably more likely to heal quickly when you're an athlete than when you're a non-athlete. So when doctors give you statistics about what it takes to heal a certain injury, you have to take that with a grain of salt and realize that you, as a runner, are likely healthier and will likely heal faster than the normal patient. And that's something you have to really talk about with your doctor when you're considering surgery. Keep in mind, your doctor gets paid a lot to do surgery. So although no doctor is going to, I don't think, is going to take you to the operating room just so they can get paid, 
They're trying to do whatever's best for you, but you have to also remind them that you are healthy, you are an athlete, you are going to follow directions, you are going to do anything you can to help it speed up and heal faster, and then you want to get the doctor on board with that idea and try to help you figure out to do that. Aside from that, the other thing with Jones fractures, just one warning we should probably talk about in some other episode, is that not all fractures I see that people call Jones fractures are actually Jones fractures. So if you have an avulsion fracture of the fifth metatarsal, that's totally different than a Jones fracture. If you have a crack in the shaft of the metatarsal bone, totally different than a Jones fracture. So with those other kind of fractures, it's less likely that you would actually need surgery. So the reason I tell you that is that if you get what is called a Jones fracture, you should always get a second opinion to make sure that you actually do have a Jones fracture and that surgery might even be something that's even a possibility for you. If you do all those things, though, if you really pay attention to what's going on, you listen to the doctor, you explain to the doctor you know, why you think you're going to heal faster and that you're willing to do everything you can to heal faster, then you should be able to get back to running a whole lot sooner. Whether you just went out for a long run today and started having pain, or you're just getting back to running and you're concerned that you're going to re-injure yourself, you may not really know the best way to keep track of the pain and weird sensations you have when you start ramping up your activity. I can tell you that one of the biggest mistakes I see runners make over and over and over is that they aren't tracking the pain when training and returning to running after an injury. We've created several courses that help runners diagnose and treat their own conditions. We created those courses specifically on how to run with plantar fasciitis, how to get back to running sooner if you have a plantar plate injury, how to treat your own Achilles tendon issues when you're a runner, and how to deal with metatarsal stress fractures. The reason I'm telling you this is not to get you to buy those courses. I'm telling you this just to reinforce how critical it is that you keep track of your pain when training. Think about it. You already track your pace, your heart rate, your distance, maybe even perceived exertion, and all those other statistics that help you stay on track help you in your training. If you've had a history of injury, whether it's now or in the past, you need to track your pain and discomfort so you can make the appropriate changes in your training plan. Tracking your pain is crucial. Now, I actually made the very first lesson and the very first action step in every one of those courses we created to help runners figure out how to diagnose and treat their own injuries. Well, that step is tracking your pain. And each one of those courses in the very first lesson, I tell runners who signed up for the course to download and print the PDF runner's pain journal. I tell them to print it out take the runner's pain journal, get it and download it and print it before they do anything else or continue with any of the other lessons. It's that important. You can get the runner's pain journal too. We posted it at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. You can download it for free. So go get it now, print it out and use it to help you get back to running sooner. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.